Welcome to the WIDA Connect podcast series, where we will explore all the hot topics affecting the equipment dealer industry. From industry news, government affairs, and manufacturer relations, to business best practices, technology, and marketing for equipment dealers, brought to you by the Western Equipment Dealers Association, here to advocate, elevate, and educate. And now, let's connect. Hello everyone, I'm Mike Kramer, Western Equipment Dealers Association, and today we're talking about liens. Now when most people think about lien laws, their thoughts are rarely good. There are so many horror stories about lien laws that some people have actually referred to them as paper terrorism. However, when UCC filings are properly executed, they're worth their weight in gold, especially to an equipment dealer. Joining me in this discussion about lien issues is John Schmeiser, CEO, Western Equipment Dealers Association. Hello, John. Hello, Mike. John, the association has been involved in lien law issues for decades. In brief, we've done a lot of work to provide dealers with guidance and access to tools to help them make sure the equipment they take in for trade from customers is free and clear, that there are no creditors circling overhead or hiding in the bushes. But there's another twist in this process, which has led to an opinion from the association's legal counsel, and this involves equipment purchased by a dealer from another dealer. Walk us through this, John. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having me, Mike. You know, just to your comment, I want to share that we encourage dealers to do a UCC search on every a transaction that they that they take with a customer in trade. And it's it's amazing to this day how many calls we get in our office about a problem that has developed because a search wasn't done. So it's a reminder to every equipment dealer in those transactions with your customers to spend the time to do the UCC search because it is in the best interest of your dealers. And today we want to talk about when an equipment dealer purchases equipment from another dealer. So the buying dealer will normally take the equipment free and clear of prior liens without needing any additional documentation from the selling dealer other than a typical sales invoice or a bill of sale. And an exception can apply if the buying dealer has knowledge of a security interest given by the selling dealer that prohibits the sale of the equipment to the buying dealer. So as a result of this, our legal counsel is recommending that buying dealers do not perform a UCC search on the selling dealer when purchasing equipment because this may give them knowledge of lien issues. For purposes of the transaction documentation, we recommend that the buying dealer use a typical sales invoice or a bill of sale and confirm that the sales document does not say that the transaction is subject to any liens. Okay, so legal counsel has noted, John, that there are two important limitations that dealers need to consider. What's the first? Yeah, the first limitation is that this rule only applies to liens and other security interests that were created by the actual seller. It does not affect any prior security interests. This means that if dealer one purchases equipment from dealer two, and that equipment has liens on it before dealer two has purchased it, well, those prior liens would remain on the equipment. And although this limitation creates some risk, we do not think that dealers need to take special precautions to guard against this risk. Even if prior liens exist on equipment, a dealer is still protected as long as they have actual possession 
of that equipment. This is because under UCC, every contract for sale includes an implied warranty that the equipment will be delivered with clear title and free of any liens or security interests. If purchased equipment does not have good title that is free and clear of liens or security interests, that equipment will be considered non-conforming goods and can be rejected by the buying dealer. The impact of this is that the buying dealer gets its own security interest in the equipment for the amount of the purchase price and the security interest trumps the early security interest. So, you know, we realize that this exception may not always apply because dealers are turning used inventory frequently and often won't still have possession in the situation. However, another practical reason why dealers don't need to have as much concern about prior liens in this situation is that it will only come into play if the selling dealer's customer has financial issues. While this is normally a problem if the dealer has to pursue the customer for reimbursement, we don't have the same risk factors here because the buying dealer would have the right to claim reimbursement for this issue from the selling dealer and not the customer. So since the selling dealer will presumably not be in financial trouble, there is a much higher likelihood that the buying dealer can get made whole on such a transaction. Wow. That's a mouthful, John. Uh, There's a second limitation. What is that? Yeah. So the second limitation is that the rule only works when equipment is purchased in the ordinary course of business. So to qualify as a buyer in the ordinary course of business, a dealer must purchase goods without knowledge of any prior security interests and from someone in the business of selling goods of that kind. So for dealers, almost all purchases of equipment will be considered ordinary course of business purchases. However, there are two situations that are specifically not ordinary business transactions, and, and one is to settle the transfer uh, of a debt, and the second is that doesn't qualify as ordinary course of business is a bulk sale. So a bulk sale is generally the sale of more than half of a seller's inventory, but fortunately, it's unlikely that either of these situations will apply with the vast majority of dealer-to-dealer inventory transactions. John, liens are tricky, are they not? Absolutely. This is a this is a very, as you can tell, legal and um, confusing a part of business that every dealer is engaged in. And um, there are more and more dealer-to-dealer transactions taking place, and that's why we thought you know, we would put this memo in place. And we worked with our legal counsel to try and put this in layman's terms of a best practice approach to dealer-to-dealer equipment transfer. But because of the legal ease of this, you know, we understand why why some dealers maybe get uh, a little confused by the language that's provided. So what we've done, Mike, is, is we've put together a memo that really puts this down in layman terms, and we've made it available to our dealers. It's on WIDA's webpage, and we have it under the advocacy tab. And we encourage dealers to download this memo, have a look at it. And of course, if they have any questions about this or any other issue, we encourage them to contact our office through our hotline phone number. Okay. Well, the information John refers to, of course, is available on the association's website at westerneda.com, www.westerneda.com. And as John mentioned, it's under the Advocate tab. John, there's always a twist with with, with these finance agreements and then the security interest and then getting these UCC filings done and done well. As we said at the beginning, it's a 
Some people look at it as paper terrorism, but the uh, protection that's afforded when everything is done right is worth its weight in gold. John Schmeiser, CEO of Western Equipment Dealers Association. John, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Mike. And I'm Mike Kramer. Thank you for listening. This has been We to Connect. If you have a question, would like to suggest future topics, or just tell us what you think about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us at westerneda.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We to Connect on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.